Thanks for joining us for another God-inspired message from C3 Church Monash. Connect with us online at c3monash.org.au and we hope you enjoy today's message. Thank you to our worship team, as always, leading us into the presence of God so, so faithfully and honouringly. We love it. Beautiful. Well, it is my distinct ple- pleasure to introduce to you today uh, Pastor Joshua Winata from C3 Pluit in Jakarta. Uh, Pastor Joshua is the overseer for C3 Indonesia, and uh, at the moment it's about 35 churches, is it? In the, in, sorry? 22. Oh, okay. I'm just being prophetic there, maybe, but uh, doing a phenomenal job traveling all over the nation of uh, Indonesia, which is a couple of hundred million people, I think, isn't it? It's like, it's massive. It's the biggest Muslim nation in the world. But uh, Pastor Joshua has a great apostolic voice into that nation and uh, carries the the flag of C3 uh, 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 with great integrity over there. But more importantly, as a faithful minister of the gospel, has been for many, many years as an engineer by background, way, way, way back. And, uh, but he's even more important than that. For me personally, he's a dear friend. I, I love and respect and honor Pastor Joshua and his beautiful family. Lovely to have Jacqueline with us again today. But uh, I would love to invite you to stand and welcome Pastor Joshua as he comes to minister to us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please be seated. Thank you, team. Thank you, worship team. Good morning, everybody. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. And uh, uh, I want to thank Pastor Steve and Deb White and all the leaders that had entrusted me this morning to share the living word from this platform. Because I believe that this platform is holy and uh, is given to people that really have seen and taste the goodness of God. So uh, before I go further, I also would like to uh, send regards from our church in Jakarta, you want to receive our best regard from all the, 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 the people in C3 Pluit. Yeah, give a big clap offerings to God. <laughs> and uh, to familiarize yourself, I have a video clip for one minute uh, about City Churches Indonesia. We used, to be, we used to have 11 churches last year, and in the last one year, it just doubled up to 22 churches. Yeah. And that can happen because of uh, the mentoring from Pastor Steve and Deb White that has been poured into uh, my life and Sanita's life. So I want to, I want all the church members here to stand up. I just want to salute Pastor Steve and Deb White that they have uh, prayed and encouraged all this year. All this year, yes, because of Pastor Steve and Deb White. Thank you so much for your love, for bringing team and... Um, also, this year, we will have a conference in September, 26 to 27, and we will have it in Jakarta. And we do expect to have 500 people to come to this conference. And Pastor Phil and Chris, uh, Pastor Phil Pringle will be coming, as well as with Pastor Mark and Bernie Kelsey, with Pastor Jake and Carrie Bethlehem, and a few big guns from Oxford Falls also will be coming. So uh, I think it's going to be great. And also, the exciting news is we will have a present conference in Jakarta in one of the 20 cities that has been chosen so it's going to be great and it's really um, 
put us a, a, a good burden so we can be stretched and even uh, 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 reach more people. So it's good. So we, we do expect the, the, the number of attendance in Jakarta, we can double up from, uh, for next year compared with this year in this September. So that's, that's the good news. Yes, and the good news, I would like to encourage you while we were praying this morning with Aditya in the, in the hotel, we just praying in tongues at 9 o'clock to 9.30. Uh, I'm, I was reminded about Citrimonas from the, from, from, from the Bible about the church in Rome that you are known. Let me, let me read this, uh, Roman, Roman 5, verse 5. Actually, this is the, the word for, for Citrimonas that... Um, Roman 5, verse 5 here, it says here, where is this? I cannot read this. Yeah. Um, that through him we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. And you also among the, those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ and to all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people. So I want to say that you are loved by God and you are called to be his people. And this church, I see, this church will become international. More and more international people will be planted and remain here. And I want to speak that God will bring prosperity in this church. That you have been a blessing to many nations, also to Indonesia. And now, this time, God is pouring his blessing upon you. Well, I'm, I'm being asked to share about uh, hope is alive. So... Um, uh, we, we know that in this life, we need hope. Who needs hope this morning? I need hope, yeah. Because in this, fly, in this life, uh, we will face storms of life. We will face a storm of finance in this life. Whether we like it or we don't like it, we will face uh, finance, you know, storm of finance. We will, be fa we, we will face a storm of relationship in our family. It's always a bad guy, you know, in our family. And we, we will encounter that kind of experience. We will face also storms of uh, 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 physical illness. We will face that. And the second thing is, uh, we live in a non-perfect world where relationship doesn't work well, where the weather doesn't work well, except in Canberra. <laughs> where, 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 where the finance or family or planning, even when we plan, we plan so well, even... When we plan so well, there's always, you know, imperfect things comes into our planning. And, and the third thing is, everywhere we go in this world, we see broken dreams, broken lives, broken homes. Um, things are broken because sins came into this world. And whatever man touched becoming imperfect. But I want to bring hope to you this morning, and our hope is alive. Despite all the circumstances that we face, despite all the situation we face, I believe that hope is alive and we can have hopes. The question is, where do we get hope? It's good for us to, be, uh, to become optimistic people. You know, optimists, positive people, believe in what we can do, have confidence in what we can control and what we can do. It is better to be optimistic rather than pessimist. 
You know, people are pessimists that always look from the negative side. You know, the things do not work out well. It's always complaining, you know, all the mumbo-jumbo, always, always speaking out from, the, from negative things. But, but I'm, I'm not speaking about the, the optimistic. I'm talking about people that have hopes. Because when we have hopes, we are not thinking what we can do, but we are thinking what God can do through this situation. That we don't deny the reality, we accept the reality, but we believe God can do something great in these situations. God can change this world even though these are difficult. Hebrews 6 verse 19 says through Amplified Bibles, Now we have this hope as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. He say it cannot sleep and it cannot break down under whoever steps out upon it hope that reaches farther and enters into the very certainty of the presence of God within the fields. So brother and sister, I would like to share just three simple things this morning. I pray that the God of hope can enlighten our spiritual eyes and can grasp this. The first thing he says here that our hope is sure and strong. Sure and strong because we don't put our hope in our salary. We don't put our hope in our possessions or things because those things are not eternal. Because anytime you can be fired if the boss doesn't like you. Eh? But if we put our trust on the certain, on the strong things, if we put our hope in the Word of God, in the unfailing love, I think we are putting our hope in the strong foundations. Roman, it says here, Roman 5 verse 5, for hope doesn't put us to shame. Hope doesn't put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Brother and sister, when we have hope, we will not be put into shame. God will lift us up in spite of all the, the bad situations. So whenever, whenever we are feeling hopeless, it seems that our prayers unanswered. Remember God's unfailing love to us. Remember God's word to us. Remember that. So often if you feel down, you have no base to, to stand. You need to challenge your emotion or thought that comes to you. For example, I experienced this. I experienced when I, when I, when I went travel to Medan, I was going to take out money from my ATM machine. Uh, hold and behold, the next ATM machine next to me, there's a bunch of money lying there. So the white angel see you flying on my ear. You know, like the white angel says, it says here, don't take it. It's somebody else. But the black angels on my right says, praise his holy name. <laughs> For he, he has given you provision. Now I want to ask you to the most handsome and beautiful people in the world, Citrimonas. If you are in my position, what will you do? Will you say, oh, God is the miracle. God, He provides all my needs. Hallelujah, Jehovah Jireh. Will you say that? Or you say, ah, no, that's not my money. What will you do, sir? 
<laughs> He's very honest. <laughs> what will you do, sir, if you're facing this kind of situation? Real. Will you take the money? Because you, 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 you look to the left and to the right, nobody there. No angels, no demons. <laughs> so I decide, you know, after the strugglings, you know, for one minute. Because when I try to, when I try to take out the money, my bank account, the number in my bank account doesn't look as that much money. <laughs> you know that we are, we, are, we are very tempted in the situation when we are in the lacking. We are very tempted to say, you know, bad things when we are in the bad situation. So I made up my mind. I took that money, as like you said, but I went to the bank counter. I went to the bank counter and I gave it to the person there. I said, ma'am, I found this money. Uh, so what do you want to do with this money? The, 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 the lady said, well, I want to render it because this is not mine. And then she asked me, where do you come from? In Medan, we don't find this kind of people, sir. People will just take the money and boom, gone. Well, I'm from Jakarta. This is my ID. And I, I'll make that statement that I found this money and this is not my money. So when we, when we have our hope in the, in the strong foundations, you know, we, we, we are not being tossed to and fro and we don't put to shame. The second thing is about, about hope is hope is unchangeable. It's steadfast. It's trustworthy. The Numbers 23 verse 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man that he should lie. If he says, if he speak, he will act. If he promise, he will fulfill in our life. For sure. The two things about God is God cannot lie because all truth comes from him. He cannot deny himself. He cannot deny his own word. And all lies come from the devil. That's the first thing I know about God. The second thing about God's character is God is good. Say with me, God is good. All the time. And I say all the time, God is? And God is good? And all the time? God is good all the time. Regardless the situation that we are facing. Even if we are facing bad situation, God will bring the good situation out of it. Even. Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, When you cross through the river, when you cross through the fire, you will not be drowned. You will not be taken by the river because God will elevate you. God will elevate you. Uh, before, before we came to Sydney for the present conference, on the Good Friday after service, we, we received a call from my sister-in-law. He said, Joshua and Sanita, please come to the hospital. They just got stroke. So right away, we, we, you know, we, 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 we ran to the, to the uh, emergency unit there in Jakarta. And there lie my, my father-in-law. And he got stroke at 5 o'clock in the morning when he woke up. You know, he fell from, uh, from his bed two times. He's 85, year, 85 years old, but he's healthy. He has no problem with his health. So we went there and we spoke with him. And he's all right, he can speak, he can lift up his hand, the left hands, but not the right hands. When, when he lift up the right hand, right away he fall again. So the hospital 
uh, right away check his his uh, with M MRI you know, what's the problem with his uh, nerve or his brain is there any problem is there any blockage and the results show that he has a light stroke that's about two o'clock in the in the afternoon and then we are waiting 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 for the rooms because he need to be uh, he need to uh, he need to rest in this in this hospital now our hospital is that like like your hospital in Australia. Our hospital in Indonesia, they, they really honor insurance and cash. But we just installed, our government just installed BPJS. It's a, it's a, national, it's a national health uh, system that will allow people, in the case of emergency, to the hospital and taken care. But the reality is, we wait until, from 2 o'clock until 7 o'clock. My father-in-law have not received any a uh, 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 room yet, so I pray. I have a choice. I have a choice. I, I'm very tempted to do the second things: to pray or to get angry at the reception. That I am a civilian of Jakarta. I pay my tax, and this is my right for my father-in-law to have a room here. I don't know. It's a holy anger or a bad anger. It just rises up. But then while I was sitting down in the receptionist there, in the lobby area, I saw a standing banner there. It has the name, the list name of the Christian speaker that has the fellowship every Thursday in that hospital. It's a big hospital. Well, I was just speak, I was, I was, I was just sitting there and praying, just praying in my heart. And I look all the names, the list of the speaker, then suddenly, boom, I get enlightened. Hey, why didn't you call Pastor Sijono of Citri Kuningan City in Jakarta? He has, who knows, he has connection with the speaker there or the doctor or the, the owner of the hospital. Right away, I made a call and within one hour, a room is given for my father-in-law. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> So, so we will not be put into shame. And the third thing is our hope. Our hope is anchor for our souls. You know anchors? Anchors is good for, for, for if, if you go you know, by ship. Uh, the, 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 the bigger the ship is the bigger the anchor. So the anchor is for a ship not to, to drift. Yeah? Not to drift in, in case you know, want to, to harbor. And the second thing is the, the anchor is for facing the storm so it can you know, get stabilized rather than being tossed to and fro. Now I want to bring your attention about the story of Mary Magdalene. She's a follower of Jesus Christ that she lost the hope and she can recover again the hope. Actually, uh, when I look at the Bible history, she's a woman from Magdala and out of her in Luke 8 verse 2, he said seven spirits Seven demons was cast out from her life, was rebuked. And yet, the Bible scholar says, she fell from one relationship to other relationship. Maria Magdalene is actually looking for love. But every time she built love, she wanted to, to be loved by other men, she was bruised and she was misused. Men used her body. Now, the Bible history says that Mary never understand why she fails a relationship in life. But then, for the first time, when she was 
accused by the people. Jesus came into her life, rescued her. And for the first time, Mary felt the unconditional love from Jesus. Now, Mary is the first one with the 12 disciples, with other disciples, rush into the tomb, and she's the one that witnessed, experienced the living Jesus. John 20, if we look at the Bible, John, John 20, let's, let's look at our Bible. John 20. <clears throat> John 20, verse 11. I'm reading this from the uh, NIV Bible, John 20, verse 11 until 15. It says here, <clears throat> now Mary, what do we all read together? Okay, from the, from the screen, okay? One, two, three. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. Yeah? He asked her. Verse 16. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic. Rabuni means teacher. Jesus asked these two questions. Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? The same question that I am asking to all of you here. Who are you looking for? And why are you sad? Some of you sad. Some of you are grieving over the big loss. You may lose your family. You may lose your fortune. You may lose your job. You may lose your relationship. And you are grieving. Just like Mary grieving. Because the one that accepted her with unconditional love died on the cross. And she was there with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with John, and with others too. And we, when she went there, early in the morning, the Bible says here she could not recognize him as she even thought it was the gardener. Well, I can understand because it's still dark, it's still early in the morning, about 4 o'clock in the morning, it's it, it dark, even though only, only, a few, only a few meters away, but she thought it was a gardener. So this, the same thing can, can be applied here in the church. You know, we can come to church during the church service and yet, and yet we cannot see Jesus. You can, you, can, you can sit here on the second row or third row and some people can see Jesus and yet you are struggling to see Jesus. And Jesus asked, Jesus asked this question, why are you crying and who are you looking for? 
Physically, Mary cannot see Jesus. And also spiritually, Mary cannot see Jesus. Why? Because when you are in the dark, you often cannot see clearly. Sometimes the situation or your problem looks bigger than the living Jesus. Sometimes our mind is full with problem and we have no space for the word of God, for the living word, for the, for the certain hope to liberate us, to anoint us and to give us abundant life. And yet, we are suffering because we cannot see the living Jesus. Now, Jesus changed Mary only by one word. Say with me, one word. You know what's that word? Jesus said her name, Mary. Jesus didn't come with big long sermon. Oh, Mary, what happened with you? You're a poor woman. <laughs> Jesus did not do that. Jesus only said one word, Mary. See, if, if, if my wife called me, because I have relationship with her, I know right away when my wife Sanita calls me, I didn't ask, who is this? Is this from the bank? I wouldn't ask that. Will you ask that to your wife, husband? You're in trouble otherwise. <laughs> I don't ask, when Jacqueline called me, I said, is this Jacqueline? No, I, right, on the, right away I know. This is Jacqueline. Call me. This morning, God is calling your name. And that can heal you from the lost hope, from the things that you think are not helping you. If you're looking for boyfriend or girlfriend, not God, that will disappoint you. If you're looking for possession or money only, that will disappoint you. Whoever you are, whoever, regardless what background you are, what background of education or social, uh, that makes sure that God is calling your name this morning. Because when God calls you, He knows you. He loves you. The book of Romans 1 verse says that God loves you and He wants you to become His holy people. Jesus said to Mary, I will be your healer. I will be your companion. I will be with you at the end of this world. Sometimes when we feel we suffer the loss, God is not there. Actually, God is there. I'm closing this with my personal testimony. Some of you know that I have two children. One is Jacqueline that is studying in Canada, 23 years old, and I have one boy named Joel. Joel. He's 16 years old, and he suffered <coughs> autism. The doctor said he got an ADHD. And for many years, I had put him in therapies, many types of therapy, you know, applied behavior analysis, many, we strict diet, gluten-free, casin-free diet. We pray over him every night. And I live in the apartment called CBD Pluit. It's the medium well people live there. And for many, many years, I tried to evangelize the business people there, and I, I, I could not, sometimes they, you know, they look down on me. But then one day, one day you know, after I, 
I put Joel, my son, into all these therapies. I got the inspiration. Why don't you walk with your boy in the morning? So, I walk with God every morning. Before with Joel, I walk with God five o'clock in the morning. I walk by myself for one hour. And then I went up, I read the Bible, I wait Joel to wake up. And then after that, I walk again. So in one day, I do walking twice in the morning to make sure I lost my tummy also. <laughs> so I walk for two hours. Little did I know that my disability, that my liability, that my Joel, that, that my walking with Joel is being watched by the normal people, the business people, from their second floor, third floor, fourth floor, yes, 15th floor, and they watch me. Whether I do it regularly. Because I, 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 I don't feel comfortable, you know, when, when Joel walk with me, he walk like the bride and the groom. Come on, Joel, come here, come here. Just, just to give example. You know, you know, okay, just, just this is, this is, okay, this is, this is Pastor Joshua, okay, this is Pastor Joshua, and this is Joel. So we walk, toge- we walk together when we, when we are out from, 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 from my apartment, we walk like this, like a bride and groom. And, 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 and I, I, I don't feel comfortable because like, you know, a man and a man, I mean like just, you know, I mean like, it's okay if Jacqueline walk like this with me or my wife, but, but, but when a man with my son walk like this, I feel weird somehow. You know what I mean? Like for one hour. And sometimes, sometimes he walk with me and he hold my hands. And, and this is even worse, you know. <laughs> when, when I walk, I just, you know, like, you know, you know my, my, my face, ah, oh, oh, Lord, like, oh. In, in the beginning, I felt like that. But then, but then, he's your son. And, and the Holy Spirit, like, 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 your son wants to grab you, Joshua. You also want to grab me. You want to grab my hand. And I said, thank you, Lord. And, and, and since then, I walk proudly. I walk happily. Come on, Joel. Walk. Walk. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and because, of, because I walk with my son like that. Now, now on, no, on Wednesday, I did not walk with Joel. I got a chance to walk with all the business people. 10, 12 people. The same hour. From seven to eight, they all walk. And they call me, Hi, Pastor Joshua. I used to be ashamed when they call me. I feel shrink because they are powerful business people. And I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 I'm lost in touch with them. But they said, Pastor Joshua, we saw how you walk with your son. Hmm? Pastor, is there any, and these people, they are Buddhist, okay, they are not Christian. And some from other religion. And, and they asked me, Pastor, what is the verse, the Bible verse that you can share with us? They asked the Bible verse from me. I said in my heart, hallelujah. <laughs> For five years, I've been praying. I've been praying until the sun goes down. I pray until the cows goes to the... You know. <laughs> but but I, I cannot have bridge with them. I don't have any bridge to, 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 to bring hopes to them. But... But, but through my son, through, through my disabled son, that the world sees as hopeless and yet God can use to disable, 
to dismantle all the wisdom of the world. So, so, so on Wednesday, when on Wednesday, the business people walk with me, I feel like I'm Jesus. <laughs> and they're all my disciples. And they, and they ask me, what, what's, what is the Bible for a pastor? And I said, Matthew 6.33, easy. Seek you the kingdom first on all these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk for one hour, for one hour, the Bible, and yet they are Buddhists. The next week, they ask, what's the Bible for a pastor? Then I said, the Lord is my shepherd that I shall not want. Oh, I like that. No, oh, they all talk about the Bible. Brother and sister, God is our hope. God is our hope. God is our hope. Let's all stand. Let's all stand up. Genesis 50, verse 20, I close with this. You intend to harm me or to do evil, but God intended for all good. So whatever the enemy thought through your son or to your daughter or your wife or your parents, like who was sharing? Uh, the Bible? Lindsay. People thought can shame your mother, but God can turn that around. God can turn that around. You don't have to defend your mom. God is your defender. Let's just lift up our hands right now. The presence of God is here. Touching you from the front to the end, from the left to the right. It doesn't matter what situation that you are facing. There is no valley too deep that God cannot touch. There is no mountain too high that God cannot touch. Whoever, regardless, Regardless, God is our living hope. And He can. He can. And He will. Because He's not a liar. When He speaks, He will do. When He promises, He will fulfill that. God, I thank You for all the people that raise up their hands right now. Touch right now. Right now, touch. In Jesus' name, right, right now, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, right now, touch people right now. Presence of God. The presence of God right now, touching right now. Come on, just lift up your hands. And I want to leave here just to, to, to worship the, the last songs. Yeah? Just worship right now. And I feel and I believe. Thank you, Lord. The living hope will help you. Whoever among you that needs help, that may, that you, you think that you have lost hope because of the situation, this is like unchanging forever, forever. Be it your family. Be it that situation. God is our helper. He will help us. And if, if you think you are far away from God, you want to return to God right now. Yet you feel, you feel like you, you have no hope. Come to Him right now. He can be rich by you. He is far as your prayer only. If that is you, every eyes closed, every head bowed down right now. If that is you, you can raise up your hands and say, Pastor Joshua, I need that living hope. I need that Jesus. First John 1, verse 3. This is the word that declaring, the word that we have taste, we have seen, that lives among us. The living word, Jesus Himself. This is what we proclaim. The hope of glory. If that is you, you can, you, can, you can raise up your hands right now. 
if you lost your hope, if you feel like you, you have no hope at all, and you want to come back to Jesus, you want to come back to God right now, right here. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else? Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you have any prayer needs, email prayer at c3monash.org.au or connect with us online.